the power bell. Come on. Line of the show. Come on. Red Q Rocky. Hey, how you, how you, how you? <laughs> I know, I know, right? Like everything, you ever notice everything is like double and triple in Hawaii? You know, when you go someplace, right? You, I don't know who started that. Somebody somewhere along the chain, right? Because our chain is like plantation days. Like from, from back in the day, right? You know, and you go, hey, how's it, how's it? And the guy go, hey, how, how you, how you? Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> Where are you going? Where are you going? Nah, I went down over there, over there. Yeah, right. It's it's a trip. All right. Hey, we gotta say attitude of gratitude first, right? We gotta say mahalos first. The attitude of gratitude. This is a law of attraction comedy podcast. And um, if you cannot take a joke, you better tune out now. Okay. If you guys, you know, you cancel guys, right? Cancel culture. But if you guys, if you guys plan on canceling a podcast, uh, sorry, uh, we're gonna do law of attraction anyway, and we're gonna do all comedy. We try to be like, you know. Uh, we try to be sensitive, friendly. What What is that? Sensitive, free, I don't know. Whatever you call that. Politically correct, right? Okay. Uh, but we stated on your show, it has a disclaimer written on the show. When you look on the podcast, right? You look on them, check them. Okay. All right. It says, if you don't like the show, don't listen. All right. Basically. All right. Hey, so, um, bro, we had, we had, we want to say uh, mahalo because we had 616% growth. In the United States in 2020, get okay, a stats, uh, 33 states, 25 countries, including the Philippines, Netherlands, Ireland, blah, 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 all the way down. Okay. We don't like waste your time. We know your time is very valuable as is ours. And uh, so anyway, but, but then, yeah. And people in Hawaii, uh, the podcast is growing in Hawaii. Uh, the number one state is California. Second is Texas and then Hawaii. And then everybody else after that. Apple Podcast 66%. Spotify went up to 17 from 14. So uh, you guys on uh, Spotify, mahalo, thank you. And then uh, 23 to dead is our uh, demos, okay? Cause oh, I think we get I think we get like two 17 year olds or something like that. But we try to keep the show clean. You know what I'm saying? This is not about. Uh, I remember you see this this show was not my idea. It was actually Augie T's idea. And um, because Augs get good ideas, so I I know you guys probably asking like, oh, who is Augie T, right? Okay, so uh, Augie T is actually uh, Augie T is a comedian in Hawaii, and um, so he you know, and he's he's very famous here in Hawaii, and he's known in in other states. He's known, I think, in Las Vegas. He's known, he's known in California. He's known in Guam. I know that, and uh, people down there really love him. So anyway, but. Uh, you know, uh, we was talking one day in the studio, and Augie said, "Bro, you know what you should do? You should do a podcast." 
And I'm like, what? Podcast? He goes, bro, podcast. My, my friends in LA, bro, they're doing podcasts. They, meet, they, they get sponsors. They get everything. Right? So so I thought, oh, okay. So I had to, I had to chew on them, always. I had to chew on them. You know, but then after a while, I go, oh, yeah, okay, okay. So then I went try, right? Now, here's the thing, right? When you commit to something, right, you got to go, right? So I went try, you know, the first couple, I don't know, two, I did them wrong. I did them wrong. I was thinking radio show, right? So I went pay this guy for engineer. We did the whole thing. We did, we did like on a full song and then, you know, interviews and stuff like that. Okay, it was wrong, okay? Uh, we, we aired those and then we took them down afterwards, but... Um, we did them, we was doing them wrong, right? So, so anyway, after that, I went commit, and I'm like, all right, we could do this the right way, and we could do them this way, we could do on podcasts, okay? So that's why sometimes you guys hear me, you know, I mix up the details, like I get them wrong, because I gotta talk like 40 minutes. I'm not, I'm not one talk show jock. I never, I never did. You know, I was into you know doing comedy and and just you know making monkey on the radio, and that was my job. And so, um, but guys, you know, professional guys, like you know. Uh, national guys like Larry King, those guys, as talk show guys. See, I'm not a talk show guy. I try my best, I mean, I'm trying my best, okay? And sometimes my best isn't good enough, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, but yeah, so that's a scoops. It was Aug's idea. So Mahalo Augie T. And um, so here's the one, you know, told me. And then all of a sudden, people all over the world started listening on their iPhones. And I was like, oh, wow, this is, this is like, unreal why didn't i think of this right you know because i get bright ideas sometimes but augie t was the guy so mahalo augs and um you know so one of the comments uh we got you know from from our uh, last podcast because we're talking about living your dreams you know and how you just gotta go and keep going and how like sometimes you know you, you you're like 10 yards from your dream and then you give up and you go Ah, this thing not it's not gonna come out, and then boom, it doesn't happen, right? So we was talking about that, but um, I'm gonna give you guys some some insight to to my career. Well, I get multiple careers, but you know what I did, right? Cause I'm not I'm just the kind of guy like everybody's different, right? Hawaiians, everybody's different, and for you people in the Netherlands, okay, when you guys are tuning in. You guys are honorary Hawaiians. So when I say Hawaiians, I'm not just talking to the people in Hawaii. I'm talking to everybody who's listening to the podcast. So you guys are honorary Hawaiians. All right. Okay. So now, you know, when you're doing your when when you're doing your career and stuff, like I set out, you know, to do entertainment first. And then the, the entertainment part, right? When cross with the radio part. Cause like, cause like, you know, I did have an experience when I was 14. In a radio station for a few weeks on the radio, right? And then my mother never like drive because it was far, it was really far, and uh, it was like it was like twenty five miles or something like that. It was crazy, and she had to drive all the way to the radio station on a Saturday, and uh, she was cleaning house at the time, and so she did them for you know a few weeks, I think three weeks, and then she said, "I got better things to do. I got to clean my house." So, <laughs> so, so my mother, you know. And she she's the kind, you know, she's old school. Like everything in the house had to be clean, had to be in its place. It was like living in a bishop museum, bro. For real. It was like it was like living in Bishop Museum. Like everything was like you couldn't even lie on the furniture. You couldn't lie on the couch. You know, if I was lying on the couch watching cartoons like in the afternoon when she came home from work, oh man, I used to get yelled at, everything, you know, so 
Anyway, but that's an, that's not a podcast, all right? That's not a podcast, okay? But but what I'm saying is, like, you know when you're doing your career and you set out, sometimes you take a detour, right? But if you're really persistent, okay? And let me use another term. If you're really hard-headed, okay, you can make it. You just got to keep going. Now, sometimes, sometimes you don't make it when you want to make it. You know, like when I started out in entertainment, I was like, oh, I like, I like make them now. I like do this now, you know. And I, I learned something really valuable, Hines. Okay, I learned that when, when, you, when you like do them now, right, the hardest thing to do is keep up. Okay, and this is what I'm talking about. Now, let's say because, you know, with me it was music, right? So I don't know how many music guys listen. If you guys listening, you guys can send me an email. Here for you, USA at gmail.com, and I will try to address more music issues. But I will tell you guys that in the in the entertainment field that I pursued, right? So I set out and, and I'm I'm looking at, at the landscape, right? You know, and the only guy I really knew on, on Oahu was Don Ho, right? And that's that's another podcast, honey, right? Because we talked about that on, on another podcast. But what what I'm saying is when I hung out with him, I looked at everything. And because his model was the biggest model, right? He had the biggest show. He had an orchestra. He had hula girls. He had everything. You name it, he had them, right? And his showroom was about 250 But there are trade-offs, Hawaiians. When, when we did our opening night at the Sheraton Princess Kailani, it was the largest opening night of any show they ever had in a whole hotel's existence. And their capacity for their showroom was 400. And we had over 350 in that room. And we have pictures. The pictures are up on my, on my Facebook. It's there, you know. And we, we had three, 350 people in there. Now, the, the, the room was bigger by about, you know, uh, I want to say 200 people. So the, well, actually, no. It, it, the Polynesian Palace uh, where Don Ho performed was like 250. And they used to pack them. They used to, you know, they used to try to see how many people, right, they could fit. Um, that was one running joke between <laughs> between some other people on the show. I'm not gonna get into that. That's not that's not in my that's above my pay grade to talk about that. <laughs> but but I just could tell you guys, it was 250 capacity, okay, fire marshal capacity, and our showroom fire marshal capacity was 400, but we only had. I think we had like 360, something, 363, something like that, something low 60s. But um, but the trade-off was that, you know, I, I wasn't on the contract, I was, right? I, I just did them on my own, right? And so there is a trade-off. That, yeah, your showroom's a little bit bigger, but, you know, you only get one shot run. I mean, you know, so the things that, the way it turns out, the way God gives you things, okay? And this is the law of attraction. <clears throat> because you know when you really when you really think about it the law of attraction right it's just basically how we're engineered okay so so human beings can visualize and that's that's all you need to do Owens. all you need to do is visualize and when you visualize you will materialize so you got to keep that picture in your head now if your picture keeps changing okay if your picture keeps changing in your head and you go okay well, today, uh, uh, I like being an entertainer. Uh, tomorrow, I think I like being a fireman. Uh, the next day, uh, you know what? I think I, I think I'm going to join HPD. You see what I'm saying? Now, if you do that, the plan keeps changing. And what I want to tell you guys about the plan, okay? 
about your plan is that the way God works, right? And I, and I teach this to my life coaching students. The way God works is like on GPS. You know, on GPS, right? And you're going down the street, right? And then the GPS tells you, turn right over here. But you know the area and you know the faster way to get there, right? So you pass that street. What happens when you pass the street? The GPS recalibrates and it gives you a new route, right? It shows you a new way, okay? Now, this is what happens when you change your mind. When you change your mind, like you, you're going out like, okay, I'm going, I'm going for a kind of uh, managing director or whatever of own company or whatever, right? And you're going for that. Then pretty soon you go, nah, you know what I think I like to do? I, th- I think I like go to the other company and, and do the other job, right? So, so now God has to rearrange everything because the doors have to open. With persistence, the doors have to open. Okay. Another thing you need to know is when you're leading, people have to follow. They don't have a choice. They have to follow when you lead. But you have to lead. Now, the thing about leading is it's not easy, Owens. It's really not easy. And leading means that you are you are consistently moving forward, right? With no question, just moving forward towards your goal. And it's the hardest thing to do because sometimes you like rest. Sometimes you like, like, oh man, I, I gotta, I gotta take a break from this, you know. But when you're going for your goal, you cannot rest. You cannot take breaks. You cannot go on, on vacation. You cannot do this stuff. I mean, when you know, when you're focused, is what I'm saying, right? Now the momentum is important because we're talking about energy. We're talking about vibration. In the law of attraction, it's vibration. Now, we're talking about maintaining a momentum and a vibration, okay? Now, there's, there's two trains of thought in the law of attraction. One train is that you take the baby steps and God opens the door, okay? But those baby steps require energy. Not so much effort, but energy, okay? Like, if you go take on baby step, you can take that baby step like you're sleeping, or you can take that baby step like it's calculated and okay, here's my move like on, on when you're playing chess. Okay, there's my move right there. Boom. And you can make that move with confidence and energy. Okay. Now, there's another way, right, to make on baby steps. Like, oh, okay, here's a step right there. Boom. Right? You're never going to get anywhere like that. Okay. Now, there's another train of thought in the law of attraction. And that train of thought is that you attract who you are. Like, guarantee you're going to attract who you are no matter what you do. And all you got to do to stop the bull crap from happening is relax. And when you relax, you don't have to effort and things fall into place. Okay. Well, I'm here to tell you that I use both techniques and they both work. I'm living proof that they both work. Both of them. Okay. Now, in the beginning, yeah, when I was younger and I'm talking like in, in my 30s, early 30s, mid 30s. Okay, it was pound, 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 like slam, 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 go, 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 push, 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 right? Now, when you do that, Hoynes, you're going to be perceived as pushy. You're going to be perceived as the guy who's trying to get ahead. You're going to be perceived. You know, when you when you join one company, right? When you join one company and you start revolutionizing the, the office, okay? And you, you make the office more productive and you and you start showing the boss that, oh, 
that you know I, I can I can do that we can we can save money over here over here all we gotta do is do this 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 and you're changing things up in that office you know what you're gonna attract you're gonna attract hate okay <laughs> because all the guys they they're cruising right they come they punch in the clock they're going home right they come they punch the clock they punch out they go home and now you're creating more work for everybody okay because I mean you get good intentions you want to increase the productivity but now you're attracting more hate okay and if it's one thing people cannot stand it's an ambitious person okay they kind of they, they see that and they go whoa like they, they all you know sometimes they all gang up against you right because they don't want change right humans are resistant to change this 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 is a fundamental uh, principle already Okay, so it's already established. It's a fact. We don't like change. We're comfortable. We get comfortable and we want to stay in the same routine over and over and over and over and over. And then one day, boom, mock it, right? All right, for you guys, for you guys in, in Saipan, uh, I don't think we, we know more, yeah, we know more listeners in Saipan, but we, we have listeners in Israel. So you guys in Israel, mock it means dead, okay, or you die. Okay, so anyway, so yeah, one day you die, right? Go, 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 go. Repeat, 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 and then you die. Okay, so there's many studies on this. There's many studies that have been done. And they go, yeah, you can live the same pattern every day and you can get stuck in that pattern. Now, that those patterns are your paradigm. If you don't change your paradigm, you will never change the results in your life. And this is, this is part of the law of attraction, but it's also physiology. And it's also psychology. And it's also biology. Okay, all of these things in a human being, right? It's it's all there. It, this is this has nothing to do with voodoo or witchcraft or hocus pocus. None of that. No, this is this is the human being and who they are. Now we have cells have memory. Okay? Cells have memory. And when we repeat the same actions over and over and over, right? And we start getting the same results over and over and over, right? And that's why when you when you watch people like Dr. Phil on TV or whatever, you know, Dr. Phil's famous expression is, how's that working for you, right? Because you hear them tell Dr. Phil, you know, I've tried everything. I've tried everything. But you see, what, the, what they do is they go back and they repeat that same actions, right? Because they get drawn back into it, okay? And this is why you attract who you are, but you can change who you are. Okay, it takes a lot of repetition, takes a lot of training the subconscious, but by training your subconscious, which learns in repetition, you can now change your paradigm and then you get different results. Therefore, you become a different person. And it's as simple as that. Now, the, here's the hard part, Hawaiians, okay? The hard part is to, to develop the self-discipline that it takes to write your affirmations down every day. Without fail, just write them down. You know, and it takes, uh, it took me this morning, I want to say it took me 20 seconds to write my affirmation, okay? But you know what? Two days already. It's been two days since I remembered to write my affirmation because I got caught up in stuff, right? But I've been doing this for 10 years, okay? 10 years, I want to say. And I'm not, I'm not saying this to, to brag or whatever, but I'm telling you that this is what commitment is. Now, to the average everyday guy, right, when they see my, my tablets, because I show it to my life coaching students, when they see my tablets, they go like, oh, that is crazy. I mean, you know, I know what they're thinking already. They're looking at, at me and they're looking at the, 
legal pads and you know because i keep them right and it's thick already i got like about maybe eight eight legal pads something like that over the last um 10 years or so 12 years i think something like that and and but they look at it and go, oh unks that's crazy and i'm like yeah that's crazy because you gotta commit you gotta write them down every day okay so now so now you know we're talking about embarking on a career right and sticking to the path now sometimes you go off to the you know a different interest and that's that's you know that's life right but like me when i was small and i was a small kid i was like oh i like i like do this i like do that you know at one point i thought i wanted to try acting right i wanted to try and i tried i did try and i went down and i auditioned and i didn't make it like three times i didn't make it on the third time i said you know what this is not important for me I do not have to be an actor. You know what I mean? So I failed three times, Owens. See? And, and you know, I, I'm not on this podcast. Like I said, I'm not on this podcast to posture or brag or anything. It's the Law of Attraction podcast. And I'm trying to tell you guys, you know, how to focus. Trying to teach you guys how to focus. And not only share with you the, the victories in my life, but the failures in my life. And that was a failure. Three times I, I auditioned for this TV show, Hawaii Five-O. And I failed. Each time somebody else got the part, which told me that I really wasn't doing well. And I was just ad-libbing, you know. And I was reading for this, this you know, uh, part that you got to read for. And, and I just was not actor material. You know, I always fantasized, you know, like, oh, one day I'm going to do comedy. I, I like I like do, like, John Lovitz, them in, in Hollywood. You know, I met John Lovitz. I came down to the radio station. And uh, I met uh, Eddie Griffin. And I, I met all of these comedians that came down. I go, wow, yeah, I like being in a comedy movies like them, right? And um, so that was something that, that I thought, yeah, maybe I like do. Now, when I auditioned for this TV thing and, and I failed for the third time, see, because I'm, I'm hard-headed like that, right? If I fail the first time, I'll go try one more time, okay? And I tried one more time and I failed again. I go, no, I'm going to try one more time. And I, and I tried one more time and I go, okay, you know what? Stop whipping the dead horse already. Because if it's not in you, if it's not something that you just kind of naturally do, right? Because so many entertainers are like that. They're natural. You know, they pick up a guitar or ukulele or they dance the hula or whatever. And it's natural. It comes to them. It just flows, right? And then they do it. And then that supports them. And it's the gift that God gives them to make money to survive, to feed their family, to feed themselves, right? And so I thought, well, nah, this, this thing don't feel right. And so I said, okay, no, no, no acting, no movies, no TV, no, no, none of that. Let's go back and focus on the real path, which was entertainment, singing with a big band and, and, and doing that kind of stuff, right? Like doing shows, right? So I just, then I went back and I focused on the shows. Now the show was another thing, right? So the, the show thing was, you know, my goal for the show was to do what I saw. And that's the only thing I knew. And that was the Don Ho show. So I go, okay, I like one show like that with the orchestra and then some hula girls and, and whatever, right? Now, that's what I learned how to do. And I learned from watching Uncle Don and, you know, he let me hang out. So I, you know, I used to hang out like all the time. And I used to hang out with him and ask all kinds of questions about how you do this, how you do that, how, how is this done? How is that done? You know, this. And then I would ask other people around the show that I got to know, 
you know, I used to hang out with his valet, right? You know, Uncle Willie, you know, ask Uncle Willie, hey, Uncle Willie, how you, how you do this? How you do that? You know, how is this done? How they do that? And, you know, and pretty soon he would tell me. So I knew how they ran the lights. I knew how they did the sound. I knew how they did all this stuff, right? And so, so in my head, I had this plan. I'm like, okay, one day when I get my chance, I'm going to do that, right? But that came in the form of something different, okay? And I was sticking to my path. But the path turned into, you know, the radio opening, right? And that gave way to the party business. The party business just didn't happen, like, right away. You know, it started small, right? Like, oh, bro, you can come play my baby party. You know, oh, bro, you can come play my wedding or what? Oh, oh, you can do this or what, right? And so what I did, instead of just, you know, taking my guitar down and go, you know, do whatever, right? I took my best friend who's a keyboard player and I said, bro, let's do this. Come on, we get we get opportunity. Because we were already playing gigs. We played gig. We played this uh, Kali bar. I mean, bro, all kinds of stuff happened over there. My guys got shot in a parking lot the whole night. And, um, you know, it was really, it was really interesting. And, and it was at that bar that, that a good friend of mine, and he passed away already. God rest his soul. And uh, one day, uh, the, you know, I was escorting this guy outside. I don't like mention uh, nationalities and all kinds of races. I don't like mention that. But there was this guy, a certain type of guy. Okay, I, know, I, was, I was escorting him out. And, uh, and so, the, you know. I can mention his first name, Tommy. Uh, this guy, Tom. So I was escorting this other guy out because he was kind of junk and he was kind of getting rowdy. And and I told him, bro, come, come. Because I didn't want the guy to get hurt. And Tommy, came, Tommy, so these guys used to watch the bar. So this guy, Tommy, there's a couple other guys, right? I don't like mention too much. But this guy, Tommy, used to watch the bar with a couple other guys. He came up to me and he even grabbed, he even grabbed my hand. And he goes, hey, you see this hand right here? And I go, yeah, because, like, was my hand, right? He goes, this hand is for playing music. He goes, you let you let us do this. You know, but I was trying to be diplomatic and just, just tell about, hey, brother, come, come. We'll go outside. We'll go outside. And then, because, you know, because I know what's going to happen if they get all of them. And guess what happens? I mean, this is the kind of environment we had, okay? So so Tommy put my hand down, right? And and I backed away and I, I went back. I was walking back into the bar. And he took this guy. And he threw this guy right into the fire hydrant. And I mean, right in, like, face first into the fire hydrant. And I'm like, oh, man. You know, but, but it was a rough kind of day and age. Okay, this was many, many years ago. And these guys, these guys don't play around. Okay, now these guys were watching us too. Okay, me and, and my, my keyboard player, right? And he was my best friend. And he was blind. And he was a musical genius, right? But we set out on this journey. And and this journey led to, you know, radio, right? And then pretty soon the radio thing would happen and we did parties. So now we did shows, but it wasn't like the Waikiki show. So we made the Waikiki show a goal, right? We said, okay, well, we, we're doing these neighborhood parties. We're doing all these parties. So we ended up with a wedding and party business. But we had hula girls. We, we had a couple hula girls and we had cakey hula girls, Right. You know, we had we had a, a lot of we had opening acts. So we made the show into uh, what we called the road show because we took the show on the road. And that's what you know, that's what we in our minds was thinking. Right. Now, one one day I went to uh, I went to this radio show. I'm not going to mention names, but this guy is the most popular radio guy on the island. 
uh, in the state of Hawaii. And I went on his show. These two guys had this show. Saturday mornings, they have everybody come over, and all the musicians. It was actually a big marketing thing. So you could have all your business. You could bring you, you know, talk about your business or whatever, and they would interview you if you were booked for the show. Now, they used to let me on just to plug my, my business. So I used to make an appointment, right? And this, this girl um, who worked for them and with them on the show, uh, she really, really helped me out. And um, anyway, she booked me for the show. So one day, he, he looks over at me. He goes, you call this the road show? And I go, yeah, it's a show you take on a road. And then he looked at me again and he goes, you know, nobody knows what a road show is. And, and it kind of hit me, you know, like, I like, oh, man. But at that time, we already made the posters. We made the business cards. We did it. He had Roadshow and everything. The Junior Keiko Ever Junior Roadshow, right? He goes, nobody knows what a roadshow is. And then later on, right, I, I was in Costco one day. And this guy goes, oh, welcome to the roadshow. And I'm like, what? They call the Costco stuff roadshows? And, you know, so so I had no idea. But I was thinking, it's the show you take on the road. Because, bro, we did everything. We did neighborhoods, uh, you know, rec centers, right? We did ballrooms, like beautiful ballrooms. We did hotels. We did we did everything. But we were hired by the, you know, the people that had the party, right? One time we, we were out in the on the North Shore with generators. You know, we was in YPO Park one time with a generator. You know, and we, we did all this stuff. And we, we you know, so, so... It was the show you took on the road. We used to go down the west side. I mean, there was one party where we were right up against a pig pen. There was some hedges, a mock orange, right? We, we call that uh, mock orange. It's, it's a kind of uh, bushes kind of thing for you guys uh, in North America. <clears throat> and um, so that was up there. And right on the other side was a pig pen. And boy, we could smell the pigs. <laughs> the whole show. And nothing but pig smell. And then, you know, the, the crowd was a little bit farther away from the stage. But the stage was right up against the pig pen. And I'm telling you, I whoo, man. So we just, you know, we, we did just about every situation you could think of on the road. So, mm-hmm. so you know, we stuck to the path. And then we and we said, no, we're going, we're going until we get to Waikiki. And eventually we did. Okay. But here's the thing, right? Along the way, there were certain things that happened that, that you know, kind of pull you off the path a little bit, pull you off the path a little bit. But you have to have that tenacity in you. You have to have that persistence in you. They go, no, we're still going, we're still going. And then one day, when everybody said no, right, we said, all right, well, we no more sponsors, we'll pay for it. And we threw down 11 grand right there, you know, and we, we put the money together. It's not like we had 11 grand in our pocket. You see what I'm saying? You know, I think we had, I think we had nine grand and yeah, we had nine grand and then we borrowed two grand and then boom, you know, that kind of thing. Right. But, and, and we paid that back. We paid them back in a month. I think, no, two months in two months, boom, back. But what I'm saying is God will open the doors and make a way for you. It doesn't matter if you're in entertainment or not. It doesn't matter what you do. But the secret, okay, to this whole thing, the secret to the secret, you know, the, the secret as in law of attraction secret, okay, the secret is you have to stay on the path. Now, the, the problem is, right, like I was saying earlier, you can make it early. If you make it early, okay, 
to me, that's a harder road than if you slowly go down the road and you make it, say, in your 40s, 50s, or 60s, or something like that, right? Like, like towards the latter part of your years rather than in your early 20s. Because if you do that, you know, you get a couple of hits or whatever. When you're young, you're going to spend the rest of your career chasing another hit. And I saw that happen. I saw that happen. I saw it happen to many people. You know, when they're young in their 20s or maybe early 30s, boom, they hit. Bam. They got that hit song. They got that hit album. They, they record a whole series of albums or what. And then pretty soon, it's like they're fighting to stay alive. They're fighting to stay there or they're fighting to get back. Like to get one more hit. Now yeah, we get one, one hit. Let's try another hit. Let, let's try for another. And they keep trying. Okay. And I mean, you know. It's just the nature of the beast. That's the way the that's the way the game is. You know, you get somebody like right now we see Bruno Mars, like, you know, and he was he was huge a little while ago. We haven't heard too much from Bruno Mars lately, right? He was in the news the other day. I mean, you know, but but as far as, as you know, when you're happening, right? And you're doing world tours and you're doing all that stuff, you know. So I mean, but but he's gonna have to keep that up, right? And he's in his twenties. His, his late 20s right now. And, and so we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen, right? Is he still going to be touring when he's 40? Is he still going to be like, uh, say, Janet Jackson, right? And she got she got up there and she, she got pretty, she was touring in her 50s, right? And so she's, you know, she, she's up there right now in age. But that's what you got to do, Owens. You got to stick to the plan. If you have that plan in your head, there were many times where I started, you know, I started my consulting company, right? And my, my, my path started going to the right or whatever, left, right? Started going off track. And then I started doing that a little bit. And I said, wait, 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 no, no, no. Your dream was to do this. And I had to pull myself back. Now, we still had the company. We still did jobs. We still did all of that. But in the meantime, we still focused on the main plan. So it doesn't mean that you cannot do something else. Right now, the kids are so blessed with technology, they can do two or three jobs. They can have two or three occupations simultaneously using technology, and they can be in all of these places at the same time working. You know, they can, they can use their laptop and, and whatever. But I'm just saying that, yeah, you got to put your energy, direct your energy towards that. Now, the other technique, <clears throat> the other law of attraction technique where you where you meditate okay is when you hold your intention for 16 seconds okay you hold your intention for 16 seconds and that means for 16 seconds you have to focus or concentrate on what you're bringing in to your world okay and i don't mean conjuring up spirits or anything stupid like that i don't mean that i mean like if let's say you want a lawnmower or you you want a job or you know whatever whatever you want maybe you want that job that you're thinking about okay maybe you applied for that job and now you're praying that you get that job okay focus on that job for 16 seconds and then let it go okay and and watch what happens now now you should do this once a day you should do this once a day and, and just do it. And then watch what happens. Okay, have patience. This is another thing. This is another reason why people don't reach their destination. And when I mean, you know, destination, I'm talking goals, right? 
And it's because they give up on the idea last minute. Last minute, they, you know, they've been hanging in like all this time, right? They got three quarters of the way down the path. All of a sudden, boom, nah, I don't think this going to work, right? And they give up. Okay, now I got to tell you how I, along my journey in entertainment, right? There's been a couple other things that we did. There's a couple other, you know, teaching. My teaching has always been, uh, has always been with the entertainment, you know, but then there's the consulting company. There's a record company. We did other things and they were kind of sort of related. Only the consulting company was different, but it was a production company first. Then it turned into a consulting company. So because the times changed and the digital world came in and, you know, that kind of thing. So, but we just adapted and we, and we changed it and adapted it to the new world, to what's happening now. And we've been doing it for a long time. It's just the people in Hawaii, they, they're not there yet. Hawaii is always behind. Hawaii is, is maybe three to four years behind the mainland. Maybe right now, maybe three years now. But it used to be about four years, four and a half years behind the mainland. And it's slowly catching up. By the time it catches up, then, yeah, maybe, you know, we'll be doing volume business one day, you know. But people just aren't willing. They aren't willing to do it right now. Right, like in the mainland, everybody has a social media budget. You know, we have a social media advertising company, right? And we, and we do all kinds of creative. We do all kinds of stuff. I mean, from from jingles to advertising to ads to videos to to you know all kinds of stuff. But the the fact is that not every company in Hawaii has a social media advertising budget. But they're getting there. They're slowly getting there. And a lot of these people, a lot of these businesses, I remember this guy, he, um, he had a radio station, right? He had a few radio stations and he couldn't wrap his head around social media. To him, it was the enemy. And I was like, no, you should incorporate this with your radio stations and you'll get something way more powerful. But he was an old school guy and, and he really didn't see it. He, you see, a lot of people don't have visualization uh, abilities or capabilities I want to say a lot of people cannot visualize they cannot they cannot put together something in their head and go yeah oh that, yeah that would be that would be mean right they cannot and he couldn't see this so we didn't do business together or anything and you know I told him well Google advertises for me I get up in the morning and I, I just transfer money to my bank I mean that kind of stuff so it's the digital world is what I was telling him right I was talking to him like that and in his world, you have a physical salesperson that goes out and sells time on the radio, right? So it's a, it's a totally different ball of wax. But I was telling him, look, you take, you take these two and you merge them together and you have a powerhouse. Yeah, I mean, really, like something way more powerful because the kids on social media, the kids that are the influencers, all those guys, bro, this is their time. This is their time right now. And, and to merge the new world with the old world, because that old world is disappearing. You're not going to see radio stations in the future. I mean, you might see it. Yeah, you might, you, you might see it. But you know what? It's going down as we speak. Television stations are going down. This, the whole world is changing, Hawaiians. And we see it. We, we saw it from last year already. From when COVID happened, right? We saw the major changes in the world. And it's happening right now. So, so this is the kind of stuff you got to do too. You have to look at the landscape when you're pursuing your dreams. You know, like, like during COVID, the whole last year, there was no music. 
right? And I was talking to this guy. I said, wow, you know, when COVID is over, you know, maybe we can have the, the orchestra come down, do shows over here at, at, at your place. And, you know, so we're talking about possibilities, right? And we're, we're down for it. We're open for it. Okay, but the opportunity hasn't come yet because of the time. And the time is still, you know, COVID. And, uh, we went on the freeway yesterday, bro. We seen the 0.9% infection rate. And they're still making everybody wear masks. And so they're being very careful. You see what I'm saying, Hoynes? So, so we're still in that kind of situation. But when you're on your way to your dreams, don't deviate and go off the path. If you're doing something else, just know that you can do something else simultaneously. I was doing my consulting work. I was on the radio in the morning and I was teaching in the afternoon into the evening. Three things at the same time. I was consulting. I was doing advertising. I, I was going, going to, you know, teaching students uh, from the afternoon until till the evening time and, and radio in the morning. You know, four o'clock in the morning, I was up. Uh, 4.30, I was at Starbucks. 5 o'clock, I was at the radio station. The show was from 6 to 10. And I think we stayed till about 9.30. And we take the rest of the show towards the end. You know, on, on the days that I was there. And, and sometimes I was there for like a two-week stretch. But I did all three. Now, you know, some people ask me, Oh, Unks, how you do that? Like, how you, how you just, how, how you don't burn out? And and I got to tell you, it's a stretch, Hawaiians. Because at a certain point, right? At a certain point, you start to give. Your energy starts to deplete. I don't care how young you are, right? I mean, if you're 25, yeah, you can go farther than a 40-year-old, guarantee. Okay, but not that much farther, you see? And even when you're 40, if you're in good shape, go to the gym, you know, eat healthy and whatever. I had to change my whole life, but I changed it and I endured and this is what I'm talking about, the go, 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 you know, the ambitious part. Okay, that's the ambitious part. Okay, now the other part where you just focus and let go, focus and let go, involves more meditation. It involves more affirmations, meditation, and then focusing on your goal, meditating, letting it go, and things just seem to fall into place. So it works both ways. Both techniques work. And you have to find out what's, what's, what fits you. You know, does meditation fit you or does the push, push, push fit you? I can tell you it's not really push. Okay, that, that part. But what I'm talking about is consistent energy with every move. You know, you're making that precision baby step. Another precision baby step. You're not, you're not going to, oh, do, do I go here kind of baby step? Not that kind. And you got you to gotta do that steady. And then things start to fall into place. You know, and then the doors open up and then you get to live your dreams, you know. And, and that's a part we was talking about on the last podcast, but not really in depth. And then so the comments I got in the DM on Instagram was, oh, Unks, can, can you share with us how you do it? Because we know what you did. We seen them. <laughs> you know, we, we saw, we, we, we know what you did. Uh, but we like know how you did that. We like know how you, how you do that. Okay, so this is the first thing. Time management, okay? Take notes real quick because I'm going to give you the value right now. I'm going to run them down. Time management, okay? Go go in your calendar, in your phone. You go on smartphone, right? Okay, that's what you're listening on right now. Okay, go in your calendar. Now, set up your schedule, okay? 7 o'clock, eat breakfast. 7.30, leave the house, whatever. I don't know, whatever. I'm, just, I'm not telling you a specific time, but whatever. You pick, you pick, you fill it in, Okay? 
Leave the house certain time. Arrive at work certain time. Focus on this certain time. Okay? The first half hour when you get to work, what are you going to do? Okay, go through the files. Go through, go, you know, whatever you got to do. Go through the mail. Go whatever whatever you do. Okay? And then the next half hour, what you're going to do? It's called time management. Now, if you don't have an hour, maybe you got to manage for a half hour. Okay, do that. I had alerts going off all day long, Hawaiians, for years in my phone. And this is what this is what I had to do. I had to tell myself that look, when the when the alert goes off, you don't dismiss it. You follow what it says. And all I did was stick to it. When my break alert went off, that's it. I turned it off on my phone. I stood up from my desk and I, I call it mouse down till today. Because I still work on my laptop every day. And I call it mouse down. And I would stand up and I go. I would say it out loud, mouse down. And I turn off my mouse. I go on wireless mouse. I turn them off, put them down. And I went to Starbucks for my coffee break. You know, and these brothers, they used to see me 10 o'clock in the morning, right? They go, hey, Junior, you know work or what? See, but these guys didn't know I was working. I was working from 5 o'clock in the morning. When they saw me at 10, almost half of my day was finished already. Okay. And then, and then my day did not end until like, Eight o'clock that night. I mean, that's when you know, seven thirty. I was driving home. Got home about eight o'clock. Okay, by ten o'clock, I was out, Hawaiians. And this happened for years and years and years. And the and the schedule I followed was was a schedule that I set up for years. Every single morning, I think I think I was late one day. Out of eighteen years, I was late one day. And you guys, you guys ever want to, you know? Check them out. Hey, go ask the guys I work with. A lot of guys in Hawaii, you guys know who I work with. Go ask them. Was Junior ever late? Because <laughs> I was in there. I was sitting I was sitting down with, with my laptop, right? And people on Facebook used to see because I used to check in, right? And I used to be sitting down on my laptop, headphones, everything, equipment, plugged in, ready to go, right? And I was doing social media to, to encourage people to listen to the, to the show at 5 o'clock. The boys didn't show up until 10 to 6. 10 to 6. Okay, so in the old days, now I'm not saying they're wrong or anything. I'm just saying this is what happened. They would come in about 10 to 6 and do the show. Now, there's such a thing called show prep. Now, show prep is when you get news together, when you get the newspaper and you get, you know, what articles you're going to read and, and all this kind of stuff. Okay, but this guy that I work with, the head guy, he was so good. That his show prep, he could do in 10 minutes. He could do it. Okay, the other guys, they didn't have a clue and they just went for the ride. Okay, I started my show prep when I got in the shower at 4.15 in the morning. And I would come up with my opening bit. And then, you know, when the mic was turned on at, at the first break, when we turned on the mic, I had the bit rolling. And and I would throw down that bit and, and make it work. Now, the guy I was working with was the only guy who could ever really work with me because he knew old school radio and he knew what I was going to do. He knew that I, I set up the bit first and then he, you know, buys into what I'm doing and 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 then I follow up with the punchline or I follow up with the, the funny part of the story or whatever. And that was my style and that's what I do. You know, this other guy, the guy that I used to substitute for, he was different. He was just making it kind. And he had more guts than me, 
I'll tell you that right now. Because I had to practice my stuff. At 4.15 in the morning, in the shower at home, I was practicing. I was practicing like I was on the radio, out loud, in the shower. I don't know if my neighbors heard. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You know, I don't give a rip. You know, and that's another thing that I'm going to tell you guys. Okay, I'm going to add that in. Okay, time management. Okay, follow your road. Keep going down that road. Keep going straight. No matter what happens, keep going. Put your head down and go forward. Imua. Okay, that's what I'm going to tell you guys. The other thing is, don't give a rip. Okay, if you don't give a rip, trust me, not too many other people won't give a rip anyway. Okay, so don't give a rip. Just keep going down the path. Keep going. Something set you back? Okay, it's a setback. So what? Get up the next day, go back again. Okay? It's like, you know, we used to joke on the radio. We used to say, it's like that that little Portuguese at the party. You know, and, and he would get licking. He would come in, drunk, say any kind, talk any kind of crap, right? And they would take this guy outside in the parking lot and he lick him, right? And half an hour later, he's walking right back into the party. <laughs> and he's talking smack again. And they take this guy outside and they lick him again. And they go back in the party. Half an hour later, here comes that guy right back. You know, and he's small, small guy, but he's tough, right? And he no care. And he doesn't give a rip. And he, he walks right back in that party. And he mouths off again. And then they haul him out again. You see what I'm saying, Owens? Okay? You got to be like that. Because if you care, right? If you care too much, if you're soft too much, if you like, mm, 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 you have like feelings, okay? Then you cannot. The biggest narcissist I ever saw in the world, all work in entertainment, okay? Complete narcissist, okay? This one guy was telling, was talking to us, right, in the, in the radio studio of how he wants to be remembered. <laughs> Total narcissist, bro. The narcissism at a high level. And the thing is that you got to survive this stuff and you got to survive around the other guys. So if you end up in entertainment, if you end up in 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 a business in the business world, there are total narcissists in the business world. Total. And I'm talking about these owners of big companies and these CEOs of big companies and these guys are total narcissists. Okay? But in order to survive in that environment, you you have to have tough like you got to you got to be tough and you got to have thick skin cuz you got to survive those guys. And if you can survive those guys, you know, the guys that, that you know, they're, they're, they're down at the, the marina on the weekend, you know, piloting their boats and stuff. And if you can deal with their egos and you can deal with, you know, the narcissist that you hear in the morning on the radio, and, you know, because you got to understand the situation. And the situation is there's a lot of self-promotion. And I had to do it, too. I still do it. Self-promotion. You know why? If you don't do the self-promotion, okay, and you entrepreneurs, take this note, okay? If you don't do the self-promotion, if you don't get to uh, be comfortable promoting yourself, then you're taking food off your table. Simple as that. There you go, Hawaiians. Okay? So you got the steps. You know what to do. You know, because I'm telling you, if, if it's one thing you got to deal with in, in entertainment, okay? I don't know. And in business, too, you got to deal with egos, and you got to deal with it in such a way that... Oh, oh sorry, Hawaiians. I got to go. I got to go. Hey, Hawaiians, we like to mahalo our sponsors, Island Club and Spa, Voice Master, Family and Service Company. Oh, we ran over time, Hawaiians. 
And we'd like to thank AFMHawaiiMusic.com. All right. Hey, we'll see you guys on the next podcast. I'm Junior Kekoema. Junior's in Mahalo. And I...